My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 231 of The Kate Show. And guys, today we're talking about marketing and mindset. And this is going to be a little bit different than the other episodes that you've heard me do, but it needs to be done. It needs to be said. So what do you think about when I say the words mind control? Well, the minute you hear that, you probably have a negative reaction in the pit of your stomach. But here's the funny thing about it. If you can control your own mind, your own thoughts, you can become the hero of your own story and a legacy for thousands of other people, inspiring them and leading them. But if you try to control someone else's mind, you are the villain in a hundred different stories. Now, the concept of mind control or controlling what we think about has been painted in a bad, mad scientist kind of light. But its counterpart, mindfulness, usually gets all the praise because it's a trendy buzzword right now. And don't get me wrong, mindfulness is great, but you need to have full control over your thoughts if you want to have great marketing. Someone with poor control over their thoughts will struggle to make decisions, they'll lack confidence, they'll be easily swayed by what everyone else is doing, and they'll struggle to stay true to their ideal client's needs. They'll run full force at marketing without a strategy or a reason behind what they're doing, and they'll burn themselves out. And that's why on The Kate Show today, I'm talking about the five mindset shifts you need to make if you want to stop stressing about your marketing and start growing your business instead. This episode, as a disclaimer, is politically incorrect. It is non-sugar-coated, and it might be exactly the kick in the pants you need to become the professional and the successful businesswoman that I've always known you could be. So before we get into it, I do want to give a shout out to Sandy Moon because she left a wonderful review of the podcast. And here is what she said on Apple Podcasts. My new favorite business podcast. I've been listening to The Kate Show for a few weeks now, and I'm totally hooked. Kate gives a lot of actionable tips and is easy to listen to. Thank you very much, Sandy. She goes on to say, I've already learned so much and ended up deciding to use her marketing firm for my business. As a professional organizer, I love that they're specific to the home industry, and I'm excited to hear more and keep improving my marketing strategies. And Sandy, we love working with you, and I love getting your emails in my inbox. It's really cool to see you being so passionate and so involved in your growing business. Now, a quick shout out to my sponsors. Got to do that. Thank you so much to Side Door for sponsoring this episode. As an interior designer, you might feel like the only way to make more money is to work more hours and hire more employees and set up a retail location and drive yourself crazy. All this at the expense of your family, your mental health, and your physical well-being. But Side Door gives you a different option. You get to sell trade-only products and earn an average commission of 30% on each sale. It's pretty genius. Not only do you have more income potential than affiliate marketing, but you also don't have to worry about handling inventory or orders or shipping or returns or customer support. Just curate a room package, make the sale and get paid, and SideDoor does the rest. You can sell each package over and over, or you could offer a custom service that lets you handcraft a package for each client. Either way, SideDoor is a smarter way to scale your design firm. To earn money with SideDoor, door, apply to join them. Go to onsidedoor.com to get started today. This episode is also brought to you by HoneyBook. If you're looking for a streamlined, automated client process to uplevel your business, look no further. HoneyBook can automate your client bookings, questionnaires, contracts, and invoices, so you don't have to be like, did we email that client? Or did we remind them in time? Or, oh wait, we didn't, now we don't have all the stuff we need to do this work for them. 
you can say goodbye to all of that with HoneyBook. I personally use it for like managing Pinterest clients and custom website design, and it is wonderful. Go to HoneyBook.com, enter the code SOCIALITE to get 35% off your first two years. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode, the five mindset shifts that will grow your design, staging, and organizing business. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Now, I feel like I'm a little late to the mindset game. I first discovered the power of my thoughts when I was going through very successful treatment for PTSD in my early 20s. And after that, I continued to struggle with confidence, which is often the case with people who've gone through PTSD. I was afraid of making mistakes, and I was deathly afraid of the unknown and ready to punch any form of change in the jaw with a strong right hook. I was holding myself back from being the woman I was created to be, and it directly impacted the choices I made in my business. For example, I was insecure about charging people for my services, so I charged way too little. This made people think I was cheap instead of valuable, which certainly didn't lead them to value my work or stay with me as a client. The fact that I had dared to start a business to begin with felt so fraudulent that I ultimately spent time and money doing things I didn't need to do to boost my own insecurities, like posting prolifically on social media and even at one point, buying Instagram followers. Yeah, I did that once. I thought I was trying to prove myself to potential clients, but I was really just trying to convince myself that I was worthy. And that was a me issue, not a PTSD issue, not a them issue, not a culture issue. It was all me and only I could change it. And today I'm walking you through the revelations that I have experienced since then that have catapulted my business to heights that I never imagined I would reach. Now, is that me bragging? No, let me tell you what that is. When my mindset was wrong, I was dreaming way too small. So it was really easy for me to outgrow my own expectations. My expectations were like teeny tiny. And now that I've gotten to this place where I didn't expect to be, and it's amazing, I just wanna share it with everybody. So if you have big dreams of a successful business and of no longer hating marketing or feeling confused by it, you need to make some real mindset shifts and I know you can do it, cause like I did it. The first thing that you need to do is know that marketing isn't complicated. It's just a relationship between humans. Now you might say, oh, that's easy for you to say, Kate, cause you do marketing for a living. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a time that I didn't actually. I hated marketing with a passion, but I want to go back to what someone else said a very, very long time ago. You might have heard of this guy, Confucius. He once said, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. And it's true. But many of us would like to believe that we are the exception, though, that our lives are complicated, that our businesses are complicated. But to think that our businesses or our situations are somehow more complicated than the next person's would essentially be to believe a lie. The truth is that our lives are not plagued with difficulties any more unusual than the next person, but the truth is that that's so uncomfortable to think. Like, oh wait, like I'm not in some sort of astronomically different situation and so much harder than everyone else? Well, no, but we'll tell ourselves that because that's comfortable. 
because then we have the excuse of saying, well, the reason I'm not successful is because X, Y, and Z, you know, some sort of external factor. But it could also be an internal factor. Like think about the person who is sadly wrongfully diagnosed with a mental illness. That diagnosis becomes the filter that dictates their thoughts and then their decisions and actions. A false diagnosis, a false belief can start to control their lives because it first controls the thoughts. Like, oh, I can't do that because I have anxiety or I can't do that because I'm a hypochondriac or I can't do that because I have OCD. But what if they don't? Well, to get off the downward spiral, the first and only thing any of us can do is change our thought patterns. What we think becomes how we act. What we act brings results. It's the epitome of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Believe that your business or your marketing is complicated, and it will be. Believe that you're going to struggle, and you will. But the opposite is also true. Believe in the simplicity of your business and in the solidarity and clarity of your marketing, and both will be true. Number two, the mindset shift that you should consider switching over to is manifesting is not a marketing strategy. Now, I have heard a fair share of people claim that manifesting has helped them reach their goals, but the modern new age definition of manifestation is kind of just the grown-up version of wishing on a star. It leaves out very real components of life and psychology, such as the fact that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings produce your actions, and your actions produce the results. As my current life coach says, if you didn't get the result you wanted, go back and change your thought. Shout out to you, Andrea. But this isn't manifestation, nor is it about the stars being in alignment with your dreams, nor is it the universe tipping its proverbial hat to you. Those things are out of your control. There is only one being, God, who controls the stars, the universe, and everything that happens inside of it, and that's not me, and that's not you. We don't control those things. We're not God. Now, you might not share these beliefs with me. You might actually be a hardcore manifester, and that's fine. You do you. But just know this. No one has gotten what they wanted by wishing it into existence. The blue business genie isn't going to show up with a song and a dance and a wild display of smoke with a bevy of your new clients in tow just because you said you wanted it. You'll find that behind your success is the conscious, responsible, consistent effort of someone who stubbornly refuses to give up. And if that's you, you're my kind of people. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by the Window Coverings Association of America. If you're an interior designer, a window treatment specialist, or an installer looking for business growth, listen up. With an annual membership to the WCAA, you'll receive trade discounts, ongoing education, and an exclusive listing in their homeowner-facing directory of professionals, which, by the way, guys, makes it a lot easier for people to find you. Whether you've been working in the home industry forever or you're fresh out of design school, the WCAA can help you take your business to the next level, whether you're just trying to scale up or you're just getting started. Go to wcaa.org for more details. And that brings me to the third mindset shift that you should consider switching to. You and your business have the same opportunity for growth that everyone else has. If you've thought that marketing is complicated, what other lies do you possibly believe about your business? Do you believe that other people have more natural ability or opportunity than you? The thing about life is that it kind of is an equal opportunity situation. Everyone has the same level of opportunity, not the same opportunities. Let me be very clear here. Some people are born into more money. Some people are born into countries that are better at promoting entrepreneurship. 
but we all have the same level of opportunity. You and the next person might have different abilities, but not different levels of ability. If you're judging someone based on, well, he can run faster than her, so he's a better runner. Well, sure, but she might be a better cook. So they actually have a lot of abilities. They're just different. Now, you might say, uh, Kate, you're forgetting about all the people who live in like third world countries or people who are underprivileged and don't have resources to launch a business in the first place, much less market to one. And to that, I would have to respond with, well, who are you to put limitations on other people? And who am I to assume what they can or can't achieve? More privilege doesn't actually mean a better business. Privilege is a neutral thing. It could hurt your business if used incorrectly. If squandered, it could lead to lazy, lackadaisical business practices and a real lack of grit. You're not going to get anywhere if you're lazy in business. Alternatively, feeling like you're underprivileged can hurt your business by making you think your capabilities are less than and that your opportunities for advancement are too far for you to reach, essentially becoming an excuse for probable failure and not trying rather than reasonable success. Clearly, I'm not earning any points for political correctness here, and that's okay. I get it. I get why someone would think other people have more or less opportunities. Because at some point in your life, someone has probably tried to disempower you by saying that because you grew up poor, because you were born in the wrong country or on the wrong continent, or because you look a certain way, or because you're a certain age, that somehow you are exempt from creating or accessing the same level of opportunity that others seem to be experiencing around you. And that lie will keep your business stuck in startup mode forever. I'm not exaggerating when I say that if you keep believing this, your business will never grow. If you feel like external circumstances are dictating the success of your marketing or your business at large, you're making yourself a victim. And if you're a victim, you approach life very passively. You let life happen to you rather than you happening to it. You can intentionally control certain things in your life but you can't control other things. Wisdom comes in knowing which things you can control and then controlling them well while letting go of things that you know you cannot control. By becoming a victim, you and I intentionally give up our power and control to whatever person or situation is currently intimidating us. It could be someone we know, someone in our family, it could be the economy, it could be anything. If you have no power though, if you've given up that power, you'll make no progress. Success is a choice backed by intentional action, and that's why being a victim or trying to tell someone the system is against them and therefore they should feel like victims too is flat out the wrong way to go about life. Some people go from homeless and jobless to selling luxury homes, and other people go from mediocre job to mediocre job their entire lives. Clearly, privilege and situation aren't actually the determining factors for success that we've been led to view them as. And perhaps we've been brainwashed into thinking success is something that it isn't. You see, guys, you guys know this. <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm going to say it anyway. We are not entitled to live lives of luxury, own fancy homes, or drive expensive cars. If we earn those things and want to buy them, great. And if we don't, also great. You get to define success for yourself. To me, success is being able to work limited hours, take time off when I want, even last minute, support a team of other women, and serve wonderful clients. Success is about fitting my business around my life, not my life around the business. That's my personal definition of success. The Lamborghinis or mansions are optional and not required. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other entrepreneurs in the home industry simplify their marketing. 
Marketing shouldn't take over your life or cause you daily stress. Marketing should, like the rest of your business, wrap around your life so that you can take your nose away from the grindstone and experience other hallmarks of success, like actually knowing your neighbors, creating memories with your family, and being a good friend. The fourth mindset shift that you need to take on is the understanding that the recipe for business growth is time plus effort, purposeful effort. Every so often, I meet a designer or a stager or an organizer who feels ready to give up on her business before it has barely had time to grow. Most businesses will fail within the first three years, so their discouragement isn't entirely unexpected, but it's no less sad. Let yourself feel discouraged if this is you, but don't let yourself stay in that place. You are the missing piece your business needs to grow. Maybe you've been squelching your own opportunities by refusing to hire the help you need or being afraid of money. Yeah, that's a thing. Being afraid of money or afraid of investing in your business. Or perhaps you've been presenting your business unprofessionally because you feel you, quote unquote, aren't there yet. I challenge you to let go of the notion that other people have an easier time marketing and scaling their businesses. I challenge you to stop expecting waves of new clients within the first two years of your business, or even expecting waves of clients in the first few months of trying a new marketing strategy. Real change takes time, and progress, well, that takes even more time. The fifth and final thing I want you guys to focus on is this fact. Whatever you focus on will multiply. True entrepreneurs never actually underprioritize their businesses, but they often undervalue themselves and their capacity to make it successful. If you are so focused on how intimidated or underqualified you feel, you'll never have the confidence that's required to let your business grow. The most successful entrepreneurs see themselves as the best at CEOs, <laughs> SEOs, you hear that? CEOs for their unique businesses, while understanding they still have a lot to learn. They have the confidence to ask for help, hire people who know what they're doing, and invest in things that will grow their business long-term, rather than limiting their investments to the next boosted post on social media. If you focus on how successful you're going to be, you'll have very little time to wallow in discouragement, and you'll rebound faster from your mistakes. Let's just call them lessons. They're not actually mistakes. Start treating yourself like the esteemed professional that you want to be five years from now. Start making business decisions today that the future you would be making if you were running a profitable high-end business with a long waiting list of clients. Guys, I know you can do this, and that's why I felt like I could speak frankly with you, because I have been talking to a lot of you, and you guys have inspired me. I have talked to women from all across the world who have started their businesses from nothing, who have started in rural areas, who have started with such traumatic backgrounds. And I have spoken with so many immigrants who have come to America and built beautiful businesses, thriving businesses for themselves. And you know what that tells me? It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you look like. All that matters is that you are willing to put in the time and the work and the strategy to make your business grow. All right, guys, that is what I have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you are ready to jumpstart your marketing, let's do it together. You can go over to socialitevault.com and check out our packages and apply to work with us. And part of the application process means you and I will get on the phone one-to-one. So I look forward to that. Until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.